0: The information given in this podcast is general in nature, and you're advised to seek your own independent financial advice from a qualified advisor before investing your money. Money, money, money. The biggest unanswered question is money. Money, the money, money, Where is the money? And now, reinventing the way you invest how to value the best stocks and buy them for less than they're worth. Welcome to Valueable, the podcast with your host, Roger Montgomery.
1: Hi, I'm Roger Montgomery, and welcome to this episode five in our podcast series, Valuable, how to value the best stocks and buy them for less than they're worth. Today, what I want to do is just share another example of how value investing can help us navigate the gyrations of the market, how being a value investor can help you see the market for what it is and understand when prices being paid are extraordinary, Now, it's often the case that it's mum and dad investors or institutional investors that are pushing the stock market to extraordinary heights, and we can see that for what it is using a valuation technique, but it's also the case that we we can get to the heart of management's motivations through value investing. By understanding how to value a company, we can see when another company is paying too much for a target and that was the case in 2007. A company listed in Australia called West Farmers made an announcement that it would acquire another company, one of Australia's largest or second largest supermarket chains called Coles. Now, Coles was an interesting business. It was a stable business, it is a stable business, Uh, it will roughly grow with the population and occasionally it will perform better than its arch-rival Woolworths uh, and occasionally it will grow at a faster rate than the economy if it takes market share away from Woolworths. But then of course Woolworths responds and takes market share back from Coles and so Coles will grow at slightly less than the economic or population growth rate and therefore over the long run the when you're as large as Coles is the growth of that business will be roughly the economic or population growth rate or something in between the two. Now the business was performing relatively well in a stable competitive environment. It was generating a 27% return on its shareholders funds of about $3 billion. You can think about shareholders funds a number of ways. The first way is to think of it as assets minus liabilities, and that gives you shareholders' equity. Another way to think of it, shareholder's equity, is to think of the equity as that which shareholders have contributed, and they contribute that equity one of two ways. They either do it directly through a capital raising of some description. There are various forms that the capital raising can take, or they contribute that equity indirectly, By appointing a board to manage the finances of the company, as well as manage the company, and then make capital allocation decisions, for example, retaining some of the profits for future growth. The profits, remember, belong to you, you're a shareholder, therefore you're the owner of the business. You can receive that profit as a dividend, or you can entrust the board, by electing them, to reinvest some proportion of those profits. And in the case of Kohl's, Kohl's was generating a 27% return on about $3 billion of shareholders' equity. Now, let's just think about that for a minute. What kind of return do you want on your investment? If you were going to buy a supermarket chain like Kohl's, which is large and stable and requires expertise, but nevertheless there are some risks involved, how would you decide to? how would you decide what to pay for that particular business? Well, if it's generating a 27% return on $3 billion and you paid $3 billion for that business, you would receive a 27% return. Now, you can choose to take the money out as a dividend or you can choose because you're the the owner, the only owner of the business, or you can choose to reinvest some proportion of it. But the return is 27% on your shareholders' equity what you paid for the business. Would it surprise you if someone paid $9 billion for that business? Well, if they paid $9 billion, they pay three times the equity, their return is going to be approximately one third of that 27% return. Would it surprise you if somebody paid 10 or 11 or $12 billion for that $3 billion business earning 27%? I'm sure it would. Well, in the case of West Farmers, West Farmers effectively paid over $20 billion for that $3 billion earning 20%. In other words, they paid almost seven times, seven times the equity of the business, which means that the return on their purchase price would be one seventh of the twenty seven percent. It's no surprise then. That West Farmer's shares after the purchase fell from $44 to almost $14. That's how value investing can help you navigate not only the market's gyrations, but help you navigate individual companies and their boards, and help you to understand when the board is doing a good job and when it might not be. As a postscript to that story, now in 2018, West Farmers is spinning off coals. It's getting rid of that business. It's handing shares in coals back to its shareholders and creating a separate listed company. We're not surprised. I look forward to talking to you in Episode 6 of Valuable, our podcast series. Uh, Until then... See you later.
0: You've been listening to Valuable, the podcast with Roger Montgomery, reinventing the way you invest. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. Want to learn more? You can get Roger's best selling book, Valuable, from Amazon or any good online book retailer.